Hello, happy holidays, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the 10 Days of Tiny Disc. It is December 26th, the day after Christmas, if you celebrate. And today, we're going to be talking about the games or the things that happened this year that maybe were not so stellar. And today's award is called the Why Can't You Just Be Good? I'm Robert. I'm joined here by Jack and Colin. And let's get into our nominees, shall we? You want to talk about what the spirit of this award actually is? Because it's kind of a confusing name. Yeah, fair enough. So basically, what we've nominated here is four games and one system where they had a lot of promise. They had a lot of, you know, we have all these ads and it's going to be so good. Get excited. Get hype. And then it was released and everyone was like, what the fuck are you talking oh, about? Oh, it's bad. So this is like the worst end product basically right like yeah. Yeah. what were people looking forward to and then it came out where like oh okay yeah so, cue the sad trombones cue the record the awkward record scratches the crickets all that good stuff exactly and this is a podcast for you to listen to while you're returning all the gifts that you don't want and while you're getting gift cards to get the things you do want right that's kind of what i did on the day after christmas not that you'd tell your friends that right because they're gifts no. you use them all the time Oh, y- your friends are a gift alone to your heart. So. Uh, uh-huh. But hopefully they didn't get you anything that we put on this list. Let's just say that. I always had a... Man, I was so shitty. Like, I always had, like, a top ten... Or not not top ten necessarily, but I always had a list of games that I wanted to have by Christmas. And then I would wait till Christmas, and whatever wasn't on that list, fucking day after Christmas, that's what I'm going out and buying. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I pretty did much did the same thing, so I feel you. Yeah. It's kind of a gamer thing, isn't it? But yeah, so. let's get into our nominees for the Why Can't You Just Be Good Award. We have Mass Effect Andromeda, Lawbreakers. Why can't you just be good? I'm sorry. Yeah, Lawbreakers. Why can't you just be good? Call of Duty World War II. Why can't you just be good? Xbox One X. Why can't you just be good? And Star Wars Battlefront 2. Uh, why can't you just be good? These all suck so bad. These are the worst parts of 2017. In so in many different ways. But mm. let's let's start talking about them one by one. Explain why we nominated them for this prestigious, honorable award that will forever go down on the resumes. So let's kick things off with Mass Effect Andromeda. You know, wow. I think of the three of us, I was the one most excited about this. I might be the closest to being a Mass Effect Andromeda apologist, maybe. That would be the right word. Clo- close. Not there, but close. Ooh. The closest one to it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> On your tombstone, like, it's going to say, here lies Robert Carpenito. He apologized about Mass Effect. Yeah, he, he had, actually he had to apologize. He's actually apologizing for being apologized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That's true. That's the worst. He's like, I'm so sorry. I have to apologize. I'm sorry I'm defending this. But no. So Mass Effect Andromeda, you know, I mean, like, look, everyone loved the trilogy. You know, like, love it or hate it. It made an impact on the gaming industry. You know, it was the first big like space opera that was completely unique and special to the massive like to its own universe it wasn't based on star trek wasn't based on star wars and it delivered so much with a great story and a great universe with a lot of lore and everyone was like man when's mass effect 4 coming out when's a brand new mass effect happening because it's going to be so great and then cue the facial animations of andromeda (laughs) i'm commander shepherd and this is my least favorite game in the series i have to award uh and applaud i should say mass effect andromeda because it led to so much great video content on all the bugs all the terrible animations so many good memes so many memes coming out i just i oh i mean we've shared them like throughout the months right just here's a new one here's a new one and 
it this the the goof on this game has definitely had legs uh much longer they went uh, i think especially uh telling of the failure of this game was they went like months after it came out they were starting to give away copies of the game with like graphics cards and usually they'll do that with a brand new game when the graphics card first comes out but it's very rare that they'll give you a game that's like three months old right like right. here just take this just take this code please we have too many of them we have a whole warehouse full of digital codes like take this and to yeah, make it, it- Oh, I was ahead. just going to say, when I really knew shit hit the fan was when I saw all those pictures going around of those boxes upon boxes upon boxes of Xbox oh, yeah. One and PS4 copies showing up in Goodwill. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. And to, yeah. make, <laughs> to make matters worse, too, it wasn't just like facial animations were real wonky, right? It's apparently like some story threads were just kind of dropped or just, you know, like it didn't tell a fully complete story, which is kind of unfortunate because that's kind of what Mass Effect is known for, right? Aside from building this great universe, it's like there's going to be something for you at the end. Like there's going to be a great story to tell. For the most part, based, based on what you played, could you tell if there were any like kind of like uncharted corners of the Andromeda Galaxy where they're like, oh, this is clearly where a sequel is going to be or were they planning on this being a trilogy or what do you know about that? I could not tell you because they what they did with Andromeda is they went the Dragon Age Inquisition route where they're like, yeah, we're going to try and tell a concise story, but we're going to throw in like 80 hours of side questing bullshit. So just enjoy that for a while before you get to the end. So from what I understand with the facial animations, the reason why it went so wrong was because, well, let's let's face it. Like if they were going to manually animate every single line of dialogue, right, it would have taken another year or two to finish this game. And so they came up with like these algorithms and this program that would automatically right animate the facial the face uh, according to what the the sound was doing like the vocals you know uh, recorded were doing and the failure of that system you know kind of cutting corners i guess you could say to make this game happen in the time frame that it did is what led to like all these hilarious hilarious stupid uh videos we're watching now so deadpan faces everywhere that's yeah that's kind of you know it's an unfortunate uh development because i think that if someone could nail like hey now just facial animation is just automatic now i think that would been like pretty uh you know significant for the industry but this is a this if anything mass effect and drama is a reason to argue that no we need to have people do this because only people know you know when something looks weird right yeah. i think the biggest thing for me is there's not really an excuse for this in a post la noir world and a post uncharted world and a, and i mean even horizon horizon came out before this right like a so month like, before yeah. yeah but still like even after all those games like they should know what works and what doesn't for facial animation hell in a post mass effect 3 world they should know right but here we are our next nominee on the list lawbreakers guys do you remember (sighs) i'm mainly talking to jack and colin here but do you remember when i used to have a lawbreakers hat no i remember yeah i had a lawbreakers hat and i don't wear it anymore because that game (laughs) ain't great i mean okay it's all right right i mean it's an all right shooter but it promised so much without teaching you anything and it's such a high skill ceiling that it just feels like you know maybe if this was released in the 90s sure this would get a lot of traction but it's 2017 y'all it ain't the 90s no more cliffy b early to mid 90s it's got that too it's just way too dumb and stupid and just does not know the audience yeah, even it's the like, soundtrack. Oh, this is what kids like. Like, hey, like I just see Cliffy B, right? Like with a fidget spinner, going, "Hey, fellow teens!" Like, no, 
No, Cliffy B. Put the fidget spinner down. What is up, my fellow kids? Oh, man. Yeah. This game had like so much marketing put into it for whatever reason. You know what I mean? Like every time I'd see a commercial, it's like, wow, this game is so good. Like you have to be good to play this game. High skill ceiling, motherfucker. How many controllers can you fit in your hands? This is. Yeah. And I remember as well when the game launched, they had an absolutely but. Uh, description in steam like the the description was but it just it was so like you need to come lead with this game you gotta be so good like this ain't your mama's shooter and it's just so dumb in like 90s i just uh could tell like the kool-aid man was gonna bust through the wall and just be like hey oh yeah like, oh yeah it sounds dude it sounds like dead spaces to your mom will hate this game campaign uh yeah, yeah. that's close b too right <laughs> uh, at least people were reining him in now that boss key he's the boss he's calling all the shots and clearly he's going wrong so i am deciding to troll this game even more while we're kicking dirt on it and do you guys care to wager i went on steam charts how many people are in game right now seven damn S- six <laughs> you got well, one dollar tell, tell us it yeah give us give us the give us the price no bob. it's 21 people are in it right now ah and uh. that's probably in the dev studio and the 30-day average is 24.4 people and in the last 30 days, they lost half, half of their audience. So it means their audience 30 days ago is 36 people. That is so sad to see. <laughs> it is really, like, tragic. Like, this was a, a big deal? Question mark? Was it a big deal? I guess it was Bosky's first game, right? I mean, I think, yeah, it was its first game. I think what's just so sad is they were they were trying to be that next Overwatch killer, you know? Like, yeah. fuck Blizzard. We've got this cool game that all the real gamers want to play. And it's, it's not working om- out. Yeah. It's almost like too many ideas in one game. Like without, there wasn't like a clear focus. I feel like, yeah, for what they wanted to do, they're just trying to do too much. And it didn't have a great onboarding experience. There wasn't a great tutorial, in my opinion. Uh, it just felt all all wrong. And it's obviously you know going to struggle to ever win its money back. I don't even know what kind of boost it would get if it went free to play at this point. Who knows? Yeah, with, with it just. You know, in the gallows now. It's a shame because once you get that game, it's actually not that bad to play, but it's just so obtuse and it's like doesn't want you to know how to play it because you're supposed to already be super good at it. You know, I I disagree. I think it is kind of bad to play. I think it just it never felt good. Like I never felt good. I always felt stressed. Like I always felt like the worst player in the room and I probably was. But I, it was just a, it was just a really bad experience. Like during the beta, yeah. to go in, I was like, "Oh, this is clearly a game I'm never going to play." And that was kind of like the experience that I think some of your friends had. You, you said as well. Mm-hmm. I think I was the only one who like stuck with it long enough to be like, "Oh, I get it now." But yeah, our, yeah too little, fuck, too late, man. Fuck you, lawbreakers! You suck. Whoa! <laughs> wow! Whoa! Whoa! Sorry! Whoa! Hey. Sorry. <laughs> uh, next on our list, Call of Duty World War Two. So. How many times in video games have we approximately stormed the beaches at Normandy? On D Day at Normandy? Six Omaha and a Beach. half. Is it really? Is it really six? I don't know. No, it's, it's, it, dude, it's, it's, it's more times. than it's more than three. It's gotta be more than three at this point. It's too many, dude. Too many. Anyway. So Call of Duty World War Two, you know, everyone was getting hyped across the year because Oh, Call of Duty's going back to boots on the ground, boots on the ground, boots on the ground, boots on the ground, boots on the ground. Hey, boots on the ground. Hey, you guys like boots on the ground? Yeah. Um, and so everyone was super excited. Like, hey, we're going to actually see a World War II setting. We haven't seen that since World at War back in the 360 and PS3 era. And Call of Duty, you know, has our live stream showing the game off, showing the campaign, showing the zombies, showing the multiplayer. 
and the game comes out and everyone's like wow this is pretty fucking mediocre <laughs> in fact it's not very good um the multiplayer maps are pretty meh i mean it's like you guys said in uh the episode where we talked about it it's just the game plays a little too much like regular call of duty it's nostalgic but in a bad way right I hear, yeah, I hear it's very by the numbers. You know, I guess the right. Nazi zombies mode is what's sort of saving this game, or at least making it worthwhile. It has been. It always has been. Right. And but, I don't, so, but what I hear is the single player in this is particularly mediocre. Very, it's, very that's exactly vanilla. What, exactly. It, that's exactly what it is. It's, it relies on cutscene big explosive uh, cutscenes and set pieces to make you entertained. And I think, and I actually watched a video, and I'm sorry, I, I, the, the name of the channel escapes me at the moment, but I watched a video saying basically how the, the storming in Omaha Beach and how it was, even though the new Call of Duty has the more fancy graphics, it's more cinematic, has better acting, how it's actually worse than the original storming of Omaha Beach, which was in Medal of Honor uh, subtitle, escapes me. Jack, you know it? Uh, Frontline. Yeah. Yeah. Frontline, frontline mission, frontline, something like that. Um, anyway, they they were arguing that this new Call of Duty is actually worse than that game, and the big reason why is because they just take control away from the player. Because there's no moment in that that event of storming Omaha Beach that you feel vulnerable. Because there's several moments when you're not even controlling the the damn character. You, yeah. You're just you're just watching a movie happen. You're just watching a movie, and that's the thing. If I wanted to watch a movie, I'd go watch fucking Saving Private Ryan. You're coming off of... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'd just like to say, like, if... You know, to, to really get that feeling, like, it, it, okay, conveying for the most part, like, what happened events-wise and things like that, but, like, putting you in that situation, letting you take control is a whole fucking point of a video game. I want to feel what it was like to storm Omaha Beach and, you know, be scared as shit because I'm going to get mauled out by a bunch of machine gun turrets. Like, you know what I mean? It just doesn't convey the feeling right. And that's kind of... I don't know. It's kind of the theme of this game, right? It's just kind of mediocrity and too much too much showmanship and it kind of exemplifies what's wrong with more triple a gaming but you're coming you're coming off of a year where metal gear or metal gear, metal gear. <laughs> battlefield one i don't know where why those occupy the same file in my brain but where <laughs> battlefield one comes out right and it's pretty Wait, awesome that was last year that's what yep. i'm saying you're coming off of that year oh, okay yeah, that, yeah. that came out and battlefield one had a great campaign of great campaign, I thought it did. I, even though you could argue that it did have some of the same issues about the whole too many cinematics and set pieces thing, but it was like a story wise, um, in terms of contrasting gameplay and things like that, it was a better campaign. Yeah. And then you also are talking about a year where Wolfenstein is a thing and True. is a much better experience all around single player wise than you just I, as i understand people that are just playing call of duty are like man this should be like wolfenstein i could be having so much more fun in wolfenstein so that doesn't help it at all and i was kind of excited to uh buy this game and play it just because all the modes and everything and just seeing what it had to offer but then after playing wolfenstein i couldn't help it i played that one i was like oh well if the single player isn't really worth it's like 33% of the game, then that's enough for me to not want to buy the game at least nowhere near for $60. And then I'm just seeing right. all the mediocre reviews coming out. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of more like an also-ran. This isn't really a great standout World War II game. You know, like, if you want to play World War II, just play Call of Duty 2. You know? Yep. Uh, and I'm like, oh, well, if, yeah, if, that, if that's the case, then 
I can afford to just totally miss this game this year. That's fine with me. And so I was a little bit surprised by that, and that's why it's nominated in this category because it sucks. It's okay. You can catch next year's Call of Duty because it's still annual for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, I wonder what they're going to do. Next Black nominee, Ops 19. <laughs> Black Ops set in 1995, a Gulf War. Uh, next Whoa. nominee, Xbox One X. The Xbox One X, guys. Everyone's got one. It's the hottest new uh, toy in the market. You know, it's my I was favorite just, microwave. I was just at Best Buy, <laughs> and there was a huge pile of these sitting there. They are not flying off shelves. They're actually, by the way, also, you know what else is at Best Buy? Uh, hard copies, like physical copies of an unfinished Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. It's nice. for sale now. Not, nice. It even says on the front of the box, like, unfinished, a work in progress. Like, how can you sell this? For $30. And they're also incentivizing people like, oh, if you buy an Xbox One X, you get PUBG for free. Uh, thanks. <laughs> is this what the vapor chamber is for? So I can play this at 20 frames a second in 4K? And like, thanks a lot. Yeah, that's vape? what we're getting at, though, right? Like, Xbox One X needed something. It's fucking something, Anything. man. And that's I think that's why they they went so hard in trying to push out this this unfinished version of playing Unknown's Battlegrounds onto this game this xbox because they needed something they needed something to play in this console but, because yeah, they don't have but anything guys, like remember crackdown 3 totally came out on launch day and it wasn't delayed uh in your universe now it never <laughs> happened uh i i will say though that if you have a 4k tv the killer app actually for xbox one x is planet earth 2 in 4k that's the killer <laughs> app there that's why you would buy this guy that's why i would buy it i would spend that money to to watch you know 4k blu-rays Things like that. If if that continues to be a thing, but but you could get the S, which is less than half the price. Yeah, but, but if you're gonna 4K. spend that, yeah, if you're gonna spend that, it, it plays four four K Blu-rays, just not four K games native. Uh, but right. uh, I, you know, that's cheaper than the PlayStation Pro, or not cheaper. But I'm saying it's uh, it's more expensive than the PlayStation Pro. But the PlayStation Pro does not play four K Blu-rays. That's so dumb. It is dumb. True, oh. but I'm. It's just it. I guess the main problem right with the Xbox One X is the same problem we've been saying for like months before that even came out. No Where's software. the software? That's what I need. Like you can't sell a console without games on it. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, and they're already and, like struggling on the first party releases. They already uh, canceled that Dragons and Headphones game. I can't remember what it's called. Oh fuck! I uh, forgot. I know what you're talking scale about. Scale um, bound. Scale, scale bound. Scale Shit. bound. I think you, so, yeah. you had to think about it for a second. <laughs> yeah, there. for sure. Well, but. they already canceled that. I was looking forward to that, and Phantom Dust was no longer a thing. I was looking forward to that too. So it's like there's no reason to buy it, right? Unless I can't even I can't even recommend, especially for five hundred dollars. Yeah. And it looks like the market is echoing my sentiment as well, where there's just piles upon piles upon piles of these things in stores. You'll never have a problem finding one these days. It came in way too high priced. It's just another miscalculation by Microsoft. And it's a shame because uh Phil Spencer there like is a cool dude. I like that guy. I like a lot of his ideas. Uh he's always done right by gamers, but for some reason or another, there's just some some politics going on behind the scenes, I think, that is making the Xbox kind of irrelevant. It's unfortunate. But let's talk about our final nominee Ooh. on this list. Ooh. Ooh. Star Wars Battlefront 2. All right. So everyone knew this was going to be nominated. Uh, this, to me, is the greatest shame of the year as far as just what I was hoping for and what ended up happening. And 
we, we've already well documented like the loot box fiasco here, but like just the implications that this has on the industry, on the laws, on regulations potentially. I mean, you have a uh, representative out of Hawaii that is talking about a Star Wars themed casino for kids trying to outlaw loot boxes. And he's and actually like, like outlining the next he's steps. He's trying. Yeah, yeah. No, he is. He's full on about this. And I thought it was funny though because he's like, it's a trap. And I'm like, bro, you know what you're doing. Shut up. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he tried to keep like a straight face. It's yeah. like, come on, just laugh. Be human. Yeah. Waiting for him to pull out his Reese cup mug, but <laughs> yeah, uh, he ain't Ajit Pie. No, but uh, but who who could be that monster? But anyways, uh, it it just was a damn shame, a damn shame what happened in this game because I was full on going to buy it like day one, and just the three hours to go until launch, they completely take out uh their progression system, they completely gut it, they completely change it, they but not before they try to justify it, right? Not before they uh responded with the most disliked and downvoted comment in internet and Reddit history. Like I'm sure that's not what they were hoping to achieve with this game. I think that they were pretty sure this was going to be a huge success. But just everything that has happened, the way it's been handled by the communication department is just a mire on this series. It 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 reached Disney executives to the point where like, hey, what the fuck are you doing with Star Wars? We have a movie coming out, a little movie called The Last Jedi. We don't need you like, you know, uh, sink in the stock before this happens. So, you know, it's it EA still making money and they're going to continue to like this isn't going to sink them at all. But I think this will make it very, very interesting if they're still going to have uh, the, the rights to Battlefront 3 whenever that comes out inevitably. And if and, it does, what will happen? whether it has loot boxes, I think it'll be interesting to see like whether they come out with a sequel that does have loot boxes. You know what I mean? I don't understand why people are so afraid to just, I mean, does Blizzard have like a copyright on how they do their progression? Cause to me, it's pretty much the, the de facto way to do it. The way Overwatch does their Cosmetics. progression and their loot boxes. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's and I mean, the way to do it. Yeah. It's not like Blizzard's hurting for fucking money. That's for sure. Make, oh, I always say this. Okay. Make the game so good that people want to pay for and want to spend money in it. That's what Blizzard does. They make the game so good and they, they put so much effort and resources into their art for their skins that people are like, oh shit, I want that Cthulhu Zenyatta or I want that 80s style uh, Zarya. Uh, Zarya. Right. And it's like, oh, that's what they do not like make the progression so shitty <laughs> and terrible that you have to spend money to unlock fucking Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker in a star Wars game where the characters were available for the first game with right off the bat where, Oh, sorry. I just get heated. Like thinking about it. Like it's just yeah. such a terrible, terrible thing they do with battlefront two. And that's why it's on this list. And we can start to begin and pick a winner slash loser yes, in this most dishonorable category. We have five nominees here, but gentlemen, there's only one that's the shittiest. Um, Who shits above all else? So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep with my trend of cutting the bullshit here, like we well, have in the past few episodes. I'm gonna say Battlefront two because not only is it probably the biggest controversy I've ever seen in gaming, probably in my lifetime. Like it's it's up there. It's up there. I'm not I'm not I don't know if it's the biggest, but it's up there. Like I feel like everything, all the practices, all the events that have been happening in the past two console generations have been have come to a head and this is the product. Mm. You, you you know what I mean? So 
everything all 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 the shit all all ea was doing all capcom was doing it's gotten to a point where where ea finally stepped over the line they finally got to the point where they found they they were going they were flying close to the sun and they got way too close that's what happened and their wings melted yep just like the old adage as did their stocks kind of not really ish well, yeah, I mean, this game is very much underperforming. It's well under their produ- pr- projections. It's gotten, I think, under it's at under fifty percent of the sales of the first game right now, as far no as I know. Shit. Yeah, Damn. like people have certainly, certainly made themselves heard to EA. Like they've wow. spoken with their wallets, man. When and, John, well, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just gonna say it's it's a huge win for gamers. And we're, I mean, it, it's crazy that we're in a gaming industry now that somebody like EA is like, well, if people don't want microtransactions, then, then how do we, then how do we make a game? Yeah, like, how guys, do we make a game without microtransactions? <laughs> yeah. What is that? Will the next one have a subscription model or will the next one have season passes? You know, what are they going to, how are they going to adjust? How are they going to pivot if they're even allowed to make a sequel? And what I was going to say is I'm sure when they had that video for the beta and John Boyega himself, Mr. John Star Wars, uh, got up and showed those spreadsheets and those charts and those graphs on how much cooler Battlefront 2 is. Do you remember that, Robert? The yeah, Battlefront I love that. One. Yeah. It's like, oh, we moment. have all these more, 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 better, 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 right? I'm sure... The only chart that EA cares about is that, oh, this game sold 50% less than the first game. So, wow. So, I hear you. I hear you, Colin. I want to, I want to, though, I don't want to brush over the other ones real quick. I just want to quickly revisit them real quick. I think that Lawbreakers is an absolute huge disappointment among the biggest disappointments of the year. However, it doesn't really have any implications beyond boss key and what that means for for them it's just like okay you guys really missed the ball here on every level you're gonna have to try again this is a toxic brand you cannot save this brand you can go free to play and hope for the best there and that's the best you have with that game Does they, can't wanna, play, they can't go free to play until after christmas though yeah anyone want to place bets on when they're gonna go free to play i know they will when? i mean they when? they don't i mean they don't have anything else better to do at this point like you know what i mean that's the i think that's the only way that they're going to be able to get more people on board if at all and i think that if anything i hope this is a learning experience for cliff and his team um and i think that cliff like he definitely we owe him his due i mean he is a great visionary he's he's he knows what he's doing for the most part when it comes to games it's just that he had he made a bad call this time i feel like i want to give him the benefit of the doubt i guess is what i'm saying and i i feel like if if he tries again and he makes another game i feel like it's going to be a much better result no, I think he messes up way more. I think that the best results of Cliffy B is when he has a strong team around him to rein him in and tell him when he's wrong and where he has to listen. But I think when you just give him carte blanche, I think he's kind of like the shitty version of Kojima where he just makes all the wrong. He's, you know, like all the wrong decisions and like he just has all the power. So, this so is, I think kinda, this is the end result yeah. of what happens when he has all the power. Maybe, maybe, man. Maybe you're right. I mean, I we know. might be saying the same thing about Death Stranding when it comes out in like what, 2020? That would be the- a. That would be a shame. Yeah, because no, I mean, that's that going to be, be the shame. first game where Kojima is like truly at the top. Like no one can say no to yeah. him. Yeah, we'll find out oh, yeah. uh, when we all graduate grad school because that's when that game's coming out. Yep. So, <laughs> so, okay, so, Call, of Duty, <laughs> so Call of Duty 2, uh, you know, Call it's Duty, a World shitty War Call II. of Duty. Yeah, World War 2. I'm like used to Call of Duty being bad. Yeah. So it's not I, a I huge think, disappointment Yeah, I think this me. one is probably the biggest whimper 
I don't know, out of all of these, it's like we kind of just you kind of expect it. But the thing is, Call of Duty World War Two doesn't change the fact that it's making good sales numbers. If you, you know? like Nazi zombies, there's plenty of Nazis. And there's pl- plenty of yeah, zombies. Yeah, I will say and I, I enjoy the Nazi zombies. I haven't heard a bad thing about that mode. Yeah. So I don't think aside it went from the long. loot boxes. Yeah, so but, yeah. I think that we can eliminate those two. I think that leaves us the Battlefront Two, Xbox One X, and Mass Effect Andromeda. Now, Robert, do you have any comments on? Xbox One X or Mass Effect Andromeda. For me, it's down to X and Battlefront Two. Andromeda has no question. What? Like it has has nothing to do. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Okay, okay, okay. I can't believe you guys are just gonna brush aside Mass Effect Andromeda. So Battlefront no, I, Two, I wouldn't just brush it aside. I just, um, I, I think that Xbox One X and Battlefront Two are on a bigger scale. Yeah, absolutely. Like here's the yeah. thing with Mass Effect Andromeda. I I sunk thirty hours into that game, so I am I am swimming. In this juicy disappointment soup that Andromeda is, I've sat through so many cutscenes, have tried to like so many of the characters, and some of them are actually all right, but it just keeps making me th- every second I'm playing it. I'm just thinking, man, why isn't this Mass Effect three though, or why isn't this Mass Effect two even? Like the only thing Andromeda has going for it is its combat. Like the combat's phenomenal. It's like better than Mass Effect could ever been. What I'm but. saying is that Mass Effect Andromeda, I just think the hopes were so high. I think they were aiming for a trilogy here. And it was it sunk like multiple studios. They had to come out and publicly apologize. They will forever be like tainted with this terrible, terrible shit of a game. And Mass Effect was so beloved. One of the most beloved franchises in the last ten years is Mass Effect. The fanboys are strong and loud with with that series and to come out with such a terrible game that closed studios and they said what was it like two months afterwards they're like we're not patching this game anymore who the uh, fuck would have expected a, that a little more than two months still it was a matter of months it was like four months like you would expect I, I, there's no way they planned that that was like a last minute pull the plug on this. We're cutting life support. This yeah, game we're is done. DOA. We're done throwing more money. You at this know, game, yeah. you know, they were in the works of developing more shit. They were probably thinking this game would have a long, like year long tail, probably, and then release the game of the year version. Yeah, right next year. And I just, no, no. I, you know, it just sounds like nothing but a a, a really terrible, you know, develop, you know, development cycle. I know there was a lot of turmoil there, right? leading up to you know while this game was being developed but it's one of those things where like you have a cadillac of a franchise right because mass effect is probably one of the biggest video game franchises of model modern gaming at least it was during the ps3 and 360 era it was one of the biggest franchises out there like the fan base is fucking rabid for this series dude and they just they just yeah and they they drove it into the ground man and it's kind of disappointing like even with the whole animation thing like me and robert are huge dbz fans and it's kind of sucks that they take the biggest you know franchise you know in anime history and put crappy animators on it you know or do the oh. cra- well not crappy animators but crappy animation on it you know what i mean for a game that's yeah. known for its great animation right like right. when it first came out i don't know if you guys can remember when the first mass effect came out it was shown behind closed doors at e3 people were like talking like dude did you see mass effect there were like leaked footage right like cell phone footage of it online and it went like viral because no one could believe how lifelike like the eyes were and just talking to people it felt like you were talking to an actual real person at least back then right in the mid-2000s and just be like, wow, this game is doing some. It just is groundbreaking. 
in that respect and to go from that to being the shittiest like laughing stock of of animation this year i will say like yeah it kind of paints bioware itself in a bad picture right like not that bioware's been releasing stellar games recently right like they've kind of had a rough patches but this is a real shit pile patch and Ooh. like as cool as anthem looked at e3 andromeda didn't do it any favors I think but, I right. think we honestly, if anything, we should be scared for Anthem. Yeah, yeah. but but here here's the thing though: does it really weigh out Xbox One X and Battlefront Two? We can't just keep talking about okay. Andromeda. Oh, so yeah, 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 here, yeah. Well, here's where here's where it left me. This is my last thought on Mass Effect Andromeda. We can talk about the other ones, okay? You're talking to a guy who my girlfriend at the time, she's my wife now, but we sat there and weeped like crazy, awesome tears at the end of Mass Effect 3. We played all three of those. She watched me play all three of those games, and we were, like, freaking out at the end. When they finally patched it, it made a good ending, by the way, I should say. Good, quote-unquote, right? So that's how huge I love this franchise. So you're going from that to putting a game out where I literally can play the game for free because I'm subscribed to EA's Origin Access. I can play the game for 10 hours for free. And the game is so bad that I didn't even bother to click to download and install it. That's how bad this game is. And, I, and I'm might argue I'm probably the biggest Mass Effect fan, you know, on the show. I don't know. I mean, I love the trilogy. That's fine. Uh, so I'm among the the fans on the show, but I didn't even boot up the game even for free. That's what. That's how bad Mass Effect Andromeda was. I, I think mean, the, I'm coming at it from like a disappointment level, right? Like, like my hopes versus what I got are very large with Mass Effect Andromeda. The way I'm looking at it is every Star Wars has its prequels, right? That maybe this that's what Andromeda is in terms of quality. But when I look at the Xbox One X and the Battlefront 2, they have way bigger implications on the gaming industry as a whole that like the fact that they're disappointing is going to like mean something greatly for the whole industry in the next Do few years. Do you really think I don't think that the Xbox One X quote-unquote failure for one they're going to boast about whatever they did this holiday no matter how shitty it is but i don't think it means like oh this is their last console or oh the microsoft is a failure i don't i think it's far from that well okay but here's the thing though right is like we're talking console wars here whenever ps4 pro 2 2k 4k whatever the new ps4 pro comes out xbox is gonna have to respond in kind and they're climbing an even bigger uphill battle because they were climbing a pretty small hill battle right like with the X, because they were kind of like already met, like not as many people own Xboxes. Now they're real deep in this hole. When they come out with the Xbox X2, you know, like it's not, it's not going to be, it's not going to be like everyone's like, oh yeah, I can't wait. 16 teraflops. Fuck yeah. Like no one's going to give a shit, right? They're going to have to sell something really big. Whereas like PlayStation's going to probably continue to dominate the market. If we're going to continue with this trend of like, there's never going to be a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox one two or some shit the the story this holiday season is that of the switch and the playstation you know the xbox i don't think ever thought it would compete with the switch but it guess what it is and guess what else it's It's losing losing. Mm -hmm. and it's only going to get worse like nintendo's coming up and there if people are spending money families are spending money on video games it's on sony and on nintendo not on microsoft yeah i just i I don't switches are still hard to find switches are still hard to find in store um, I just, I, I really don't understand what Xbox, the Xbox camp has been doing throughout this whole console generation, guys. I really don't. I just don't understand a lot of the decisions that they made. I mean, 
they just released Xbox One X, but fucking PlayStation PS4 just had the biggest selling month last month of the entire lifespan of the console. Yeah. And meanwhile, Xbox One as 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 a property has has started out with I mean they had an absolute shit announcement with all the DRM bullshit, all the always connected to internet, all, you know, the whole fight between P- PS4 and Xbox One at, at E3 onto making an Xbox One S and then soon after that announcing that we're going to come out with an ultra powerful console, the most powerful console ever um in the Xbox One X, which is great. But why do that when you don't even have any sort of fucking games? You don't have any sort of software coming out for this thing. So why does it even matter? And on top of that, I mean, I think the biggest way that they shot themselves in the foot is they made Xbox play anywhere, which is great because it's still putting money in, in Microsoft's pocket since they still own Windows 10. But it, like in terms of put, like getting their, sh- their consoles off shelves, right. they're Only just not it. doing anything to do that, man. I just yeah. I don't understand i don't get it i don't know what their aim is i mean this with all seriousness i wouldn't be surprised if in the next decade people would be wondering wait microsoft used to sell consoles (laughs) i'm like deadly serious i mean 10 years 10 years is a long time who knows what could happen i'm just saying like some people don't even remember that sega used to make consoles samsung and lg might have consoles in 10 years you don't know you know yeah so yeah i mean i don't know at this point disney might have a box (laughs) I mean, I just PS4 had its biggest selling month last month. I mean, nowhere can keep fucking switches on the shelves. You know what I mean? And Xbox One is over here like, hey, guys, we got most powerful, co- most powerful, yeah. most powerful console. Vapor chambers, guys, vapor chambers. Anyone, uh, yeah, uh, you can, you can <laughs> play PUBG at 20 FPS. Isn't that fun, yeah. guys? Come yeah, on, guys, join, join yes. play a shitty version of PUBG. That's, it wasn't even a finished game to begin with. Okay, okay and we but, don't really need to talk about Battlefront 2 anymore, but we do have to find a winner. So here is another thought I had. Okay. My argument is that Battlefront 2 is an a playable game, a very competent, action-packed multiplayer game with a somewhat meh, shoulder-shruggery-style single-player. Okay, but... And, and, and a terrible, terrible, terrible progression system. Probably the worst conceived ever. Uh, also the worst received, I should say. However, Mass Effect Andromeda is, you could argue, like so broken and terrible upon launch that it might be like basically unplayable. Because I have so thirty hours of shitty. life, I disagree. But you didn't pl- you didn't beat it because it sucks. Up or did you beat it? No, I didn't beat it. It sucked. You, it couldn't hold. Uh, when I say unplayable, I mean the game is basically talking to people. Like, like more than half of the game is you talking to people, looking at their facial animations. So when that part's broken, it's like you don't really have much of a game, and you don't, and you're having a terrible experience. So I'm just saying that Battlefront Two is a decent game uh, with bad progression and and loot boxes and and predatory uh, you know, game design. Whereas Mass Effect and Drama is a horrible game coming from one of the most anticipated franchises uh, in gaming for over the last ten years. So that's kind of my argument, I guess. What do you guys think? Um, my argument is, I just well, Xbox One X. It's not really a surprise that I mean, just Microsoft has just had a history so far of having made odd decisions throughout this console generation. And but whereas Battlefront Two, I have like, there's going to be just massive implications for this, and there already have been, and I've never seen a game like have such an effect in a negative way on the industry. I've never seen a reaction like this. The industry hasn't. 
I think no. the reason why Battlefront 2 sits above Andromeda for me for shittiest uh, is Andromeda, sure, you can look at it and be like, wow, that's like really bad. It kind of killed a franchise, but you can ignore it. You know, I mean, Jack, you've ignored it for the past like nine months until we brought it up again. It was like, hey, this is probably a nominee. Yeah, yeah but it's hurt. With, it's hurt the whole time, though, for I, me, because right, I want a with, great Mass Effect. But with Battlefront 2, sure, you can ignore it, but you can't ignore regulations on loot boxes in the next year or so. If that it's going to loop back through. around is what you're you saying. Can't, right. You can't ignore other games because you're probably going to play a game that has loot boxes in it. And it's going to somehow probably be affected by whatever comes out of what Battlefront 2 has done. Right. Anyone and that doesn't take a anyone that doesn't take a lesson from what happened from EA is fucking lost, you know. Right. Yeah. And and I mean, to, and the fact of the matter is, like, plain and simple, you can't ignore Star Wars. We're gonna get be getting more Star Wars games. You know what I mean? What they do with them, we have no clue. But we're gonna like it's just the climate that we're living in right now. There's gonna be way more Star Wars movies, way more Star Wars video games on top of that. Thanks, Disney. And yeah, and so I don't know if this means that Disney's gonna tighten their grip on EA. Or I don't I don't know, man. But whatever happens, it's crazy. <laughs> if they're gonna force choke him into saying yeah. more loot boxes, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. gonna be Mickey Mouse dressed in Darth Vader armor. They're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" It seems like I'm oh, not yeah. winning over any of you guys with Mass Effect and drama. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I guess I'm sorry, I'm man. But Battlefront Two is just too crazy. Can for I me. just say Mickey Mouse Darth Vader sounds like the greatest thing on the planet? I'm like, sure that's a thing. I'm I sure am that's your father. Ha <laughs> ha. I mean, Robert, you were. I feel like I was the only person on here that was like looking uh, forward to Battlefront Two. Yes. Like you guys weren't planning on buying it or playing it. No, right? I no. wasn't. Like I was planning on buying Mass Effect, and I went from I anticipating it. I know, but I went from anticipating it to not even playing it for free. You know, I don't know. So it no, I see where like, you're coming from. I, I, I mean, to me, that's how. How else can you spell like the biggest disappointment ever? So that's my final mm. argument with Mass Effect. Uh, it doesn't seem like I'm winning. So the question is Xbox One X or Battlefront 2? Because I think Microsoft really thought they were high-fiving themselves like, guys, this is it. We're going to win gamers over the way Sony did in 2013's E3. You know, when they ate our lunch, now we're going to get back at them and we're going to beat them on power. And this is going to bring us back on top. And it's not happening. We've and built we the ultimate saw this, water cooler, guys. We kind of saw this happening. The ultimate water cooler. <laughs> We saw this like this is the world's slowest car crash. Yeah. Right. Like happening. It really kind of has been for the Xbox one generation, man. It really has. So is it really if we kind of saw the writing on the wall, can it really qualify as the biggest disappointment? The why can't you be good award from tiny disc? I agree. That's why my vote's going to battlefront because before like a month before it came out, no one really knew about the loot boxes. And then they did that open beta and everyone was like, what the fuck? What is this? What is this shit? This is so bad. So, you know, my argument, though, OK, <laughs> again, is like kind of in the spirit of this award. Like if the loop progression was perfect and no one said anything, you guys wouldn't even be playing it. I'd be playing the game and I'd be loving the shit out of it. You guys wouldn't be playing it. But if Mass Effect, if none of those problems were there and they were and it was a great game, a great addition all three of us would have been playing it, probably beat it. And we might be talking about it for game of the year. But what's disappointing me is that down the line, a couple years from now, we could have ga- video games be regulated by the government for a stupid fucking reason like loot boxes. I, I don't. That's a I, major disappointment to me. I don't think that will happen, hopefully, and fingers crossed. I don't we think don't it'll know. get that far. We don't right. know, but it, it, I don't but think it'll get that far. It should have never gotten far enough to where like a bill is being drafted. 
Right. It, I mean, we haven't seen shit like this ever since Mortal Kombat and the ESRB controversy happened. Okay. So yeah. for me, the worst, disapp- the biggest disappointment in 2017 is Mass Effect. But I guess for the podcast, the biggest disappointment of the year is Battlefront 2. So I'm, think- I'm, I'm okay with that, I think. So the tiny for the why can't you just be good goes to Star Wars Battlefront 2 and you its wonderful loot boxes. It's so bad. I hate you. I want to love you. Why can't I just love you? Because you're terrible. <laughs> why can't I just love you? <laughs> I want to buy you and own you and play you. Sorry, I'll quit talking to inanimate objects. Gross. <laughs> but that does it for us for this episode of the 10 Days of Tiny Disc. Tune in tomorrow when we award a game the Glassy-Eyed Unblinking Nod Award. You want to find out what that means? Listen to tomorrow's episode. Until then, we'll see ya. Bye.